to the $100 MBA show. And today is a Q&A weekend's episode where we answer your question right here on the show. If you have a question you want to ask, just email us over at support at businessrepublic.net. As always, I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. If you're looking to nail your business idea to validate any idea, check out our free idea validation video course. It's seven videos with a great interactive workbook, all for free. Just go to 100mba.net and check out our free course up in the header. You'll love it, and I guarantee you'll find it useful. And in fact, it has a lot to do with today's Q&A weekend question. Today's question comes from Helen, and Helen asks, There are so many choices. How did you choose the business that you run? How do I choose mine? Helen is thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, and she's got a whole bunch of ideas in her head. She's got a whole bunch of business ideas, but she doesn't know which ones to spend time on. She currently has a blog, but she's not really sure if she wants to be a writer, if that's her dream. And she's got a full plate. She's got a full-time job and two kids. So her time is limited, so she feels like she can't explore every single option that's in her head. She also asks, can you give me some insight on which skills or personalities are good for each business? Thank you, Helen, for writing in this question. I'm sure a lot of people listening are thinking the same thing. This is very common. And yes, it is challenging, and you have limited time. But you can do this. I'm going to challenge you in today's episode to think a little bit differently about this whole thing. I'm going to give you some strategies or some things to think about that's really going to eliminate a lot of the ideas that you think are potential ideas. You mentioned in your question that you know some of these ideas require upfront funding and some don't. We're going to talk about that. And I'm going to help you narrow down some of these ideas into some practical plans. Let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of the $100 MBA show is sponsored by Sumo Me. One of the first things you have to do when you're growing your business, when you're growing your audience, is to grow your email list. One of the best tools that we use to do that is Sumo Me. It's a great suite of apps that allows you to invite your visitors to join your email list, whether in exchange for a great freebie like an ebook or a course, or to join your newsletter. Sumo Me integrates with any website. It's fast, it's light, and it looks great. And best of all, you can get it for free. Just go to 100mba.net slash sumo me. Again, that's 100mba.net slash sumo me. So Helen's got a lot of business ideas and she doesn't have much time. She's got a full plate, full-time job, two kids, and she's not really sure where she should spend her time. And she also knows that some of these ideas will require funding and some won't. All in all, she's having trouble knowing where to focus. Now, the first thing I want to say to Helen and everybody who's listening is that you might be thinking, I don't have time to explore every option. I don't have time. This is something that we tell ourselves all the time. I don't have time. I don't have time. I got all the stuff I do every day. I want to challenge you and say, you do have time. If you look at life in terms of the long-term view, you have time. If you say to yourself, in 10 years, I'm going to have a successful business, you think to yourself, well, that's a lot of time. I have a lot of time to get to there. In five years, I'll have a successful business for that matter. Five years flies by. Five years ago, you didn't have a business. If you started back then, you could have had a successful business now. You get the point. The other thing is that, yes, we have busy lives, but we got to prioritize something that we want. If you really want to be an entrepreneur, you're going to make it a priority. You're going to cut out other things that you're spending time on, whether it's TV or even our social life. I'm not saying that you have to cut out all entertainment or all enjoyment in life, but you will have to cut back and carve out time every day. Now, this may sound like it's tough love because it is, 
I've been there. I know that you need to make time to make this happen. And if you look at the long-term view, if you try to see this as a long-term game, you'll realize I have time. I can make it happen. Now, having said that, you don't want to be wasting your time, right? You don't want to be spending your time on ideas or on ventures they're not worth pursuing. So I want to back up a little bit and answer your first question, and it's going to help you with your quest, with your pursuit of finding what you should do. And that question was, how did you find the business that you're in? Or how did you decide on the business that you're in? One of the number one questions I encourage people to ask themselves when they're looking for a business to start is, what value can you add to others? Where can you, Helen, or anybody who's listening, add value? What experiences in life? What are some things that you can share with other people that is unique, that is different, that has a different spin, that differentiates you? So for me, with the $100 MBA, or in particular, this podcast, I have a career of teaching in my background, right? I spent 13 years as a classroom teacher at the high school and university level. I was a middle manager. I wrote curriculum for a living. Teaching was my life. Education was my life. I didn't want to throw that away. I practically did if I didn't choose this path. And for a while, I kind of neglected it before I started the $100 MBA. But the point here is, is that the $100 MBA is all about teaching business in short little periods of time, 10 minutes a day, making sure that people actually learn what I'm teaching, comprehension is taking place, retention is taking place, applying what you're learning. I have a competitive advantage because the value I can add, because I was a teacher for so long, and I know this like the back of my hand, most people in my field don't have that experience, don't have that value. And therefore, I went after where I can add value. I built a business around that. You should do the same. Look at your life. Look at your experiences. Some of us don't even value the things that we're good at, don't even value the things that we have high interest in and we're constantly learning. Some of us love travel and we learn about travel and we read about travel and we're constantly traveling. We're spending all our money on travel makes perfect sense for you to build a business around travel, a travel blog or a travel show. You get the point. Where can you add value? This concept of following your passion, it's a rabbit hole. It's going to be very hard for you to pinpoint your passion and find value or find ways that your passion can contribute to other people's lives and make money out of it. Value is a different story. People will value what you offer if it's valuable to them, and they'll be happy to pay for it. So look at that. You also mentioned some of the ideas require funding, some don't. My personal opinion is choose the ones that don't. Requiring funding from somebody else, an investor, a loan, whatever it is, it complicates things. It puts unwanted pressure on you, and you don't need that right now. I can go on and on about this topic, but this is just my quick personal opinion on it. Try to be bootstrapped. Try to stay lean. Build within your means. The other thing you mentioned is it's going to take a lot of time for me to validate all my ideas. Now, you don't have to validate all the ideas. Again, you're going to use the filter of where are you going to be able to add the most value. Those ideas need to be prioritized. And validating ideas don't take long. They can take literally a couple of days, even a day if you have the time. And if you want to learn how to validate any business idea, you could do it for free at our site. We have a seven-day course called The Five Steps of Idea Validation in the Real World. Just go to 100mba.net. You'll see the link of free course in the header, and you can jump right in, and you'll see how simple this is. Now, there are a few other things you mentioned in your question. One, you started a blog about a month ago, and uh, you're kind of disappointed because there's no traffic, and I completely understand. But blogs take a long time to gain traffic, to really gain some momentum. I started the $100 MBA blog three years ago, and it was hard back then. It gets even harder every year. 
But I have to say that the traffic that I'm getting now is because I started three years ago. Some of the articles that I wrote three years ago are starting to get traction now. So just see, again, a blog as a long-term strategy. It takes time. It's going to take maybe six months before you start to see any kind of uptick. And see writing a blog, even if it's not the topic of the business you choose, as a form or a way for you to increase or to improve your communication skills. Consistent blog writing is a great way for you to do that because it allows you to analyze your thoughts and really communicate what you really want to say to the world. Now, you mentioned a few other types of businesses, a blog, a podcast, product-based businesses, physical products, service-based businesses. There are a lot of choices out there, I know. And you also ask if there are any skills or personalities that are good for each business. And my answer is, frankly, no. What makes a great entrepreneur is a set of skills that you can work on no matter what business you're in. One of them is communication, whether that's verbal or written. You have to be able to communicate your thoughts, your ideas to your customers, to your employees, and to your team. You need to be able to convey ideas clearly. You also need to implement. That's a skill, a skill to be able to do. A lot of people, they have great ideas, but they never do anything about them. And therefore, those ideas are worthless. you got to be an implementer, an action taker. And that's a skill that you have to build. When you think about doing something, instead of just thinking about it, write it down and plan on doing it, then do it. Take the steps towards doing it. Now, there are some things that people will sort of lean towards because of their skills or because of what they feel comfortable with. A lot of people love being on camera. They're very expressive on camera, and they're just good at it. And therefore, they'll start a video show. They'll start a YouTube channel. They'll do video courses. Some people, they are really good at writing or they enjoy writing. And therefore, they'll create a product that is in text form, whether that's a book or an email course. Some people have a very analytical mind and love to code. And therefore, they create a software product. And therefore, they sell that as their business. Now, with all those examples, that's not the whole business. Even though I know how to code and create a software, I still need to market it. I still need to build an audience. I still need to sell this thing to people. That's another set of skills I'll have to learn. And that's the ultimate skill every entrepreneur needs to have, the ability to learn new things quickly. You got to just take things on and just say, hey, I can learn that. I can figure that out. All entrepreneurs that do anything with their business are like that. They don't take no for an answer. They're willing to learn to make it happen. Guys, I got more on today's Q&A weekends, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor, Cabbage. As a business owner, you know you need capital to grow. Some of them can be bootstrapped, but sometimes you do need some funding. But getting that capital can be difficult. Cabbage provides simple, flexible access to a line of credit up to $100,000. Access your line from a phone or a computer. You'll get a decision in minutes. There are no fees to set up your line, and you only pay for what you take. I love that. That encourages you to stay lean and only take the money that you need and not more. Cabbage has helped 80,000 businesses with over $2 billion in funding. Go to cabbage.com slash business today and get a $50 gift card when you qualify. That's cabbage with a K dot com slash business. All right, to wrap up today's Q&A weekends, I want to give you some action items. I want you to list down all the ideas that you have, whether a product, a service, a software, whatever it is, just list them all down. Then I want you to rank them in order of how much value you can add to that marketplace, given your skills, your experience, who you are as a person. I want you to take the top two or three, and you're going to dedicate the next two or three weeks to validating those ideas. 
take the idea validation course that we mentioned on today's episode at 100mba.net and find out which one is the best business model. Find out what your customers want. Find out how much you can charge. Find out what's viable. I know some of you, as you're listening to this, are starting to feel uncomfortable because that means you're taking steps forward. You have to do. This is hard. You're going to get some no's. You might get some people that say this is a horrible idea. That's okay. You need to do this to move forward so you can scratch it off the list and move on. Because right now, all these ideas are just jumbled in your head. They have no validity and they don't really have any purpose. So start validating them. Start figuring out which ones you can keep and which ones you can't. I want you to take this seriously. I want you to do this. You're going to feel a whole lot better. Carve out the time to do this. You don't need that much time. You need a couple hours for each idea. And you'll see through the free course how you can do this. You can do this in person. You can do this online. It's not that difficult. Even if you have a busy schedule, you can get this done. You can validate an idea a week. The point of this exercise is to get going, to get started, to start deciding. There's a lot of power in decision. When you start deciding, you start moving forward, you start getting momentum, you start realizing you're doing this. All right, that wraps up today's lesson, today's Q&A weekend episode. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you tune in tomorrow for our guest teacher lesson. We have Nancy Duarte and Patty Sanchez. They're going to show you how to lead using speeches, stories, and ceremonies. How to use symbols to ignite change. The best way to never miss an episode is to hit subscribe on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Overcast, on whatever you're using, so you can make sure you never miss an episode. All right, that's it for me today, but before I go, I want to leave you with this. Overwhelm is one of the worst feelings in the world, but the killer of overwhelm is action. Start taking action. Take on this challenge I told you where you you choose those two, three ideas and start validating them. Overwhelm will start to dissipate because you're realizing, hey, I'm doing something with these ideas. I'm making things happen. All right, I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.